0: Welcome to Prime Alpha's interview series, insights from industry practitioners discussing their journey and their discoveries. Hello, my name is Amanda Jogia, the CEO of Prime Alpha, an online ecosystem bringing together alternative opportunities and their investors. I would like to introduce Monica Halife, who is a principal at the private client group at Pinnacle Associates, where she leads the group's investment committee. She's a member of the New York Society of Security Analysts. CFA Institute, and the Financial Planning Association of New York. In addition to her role at Pinnacle, Monica is a principal and wealth advisor at Witham Wealth Management. As an active member in our community, Monica conducts financial literacy courses in English and Spanish for women victims of domestic violence and for the Hispanic community, She has also participated in half marathons to raise funds for children with terminal diseases and volunteers her time at summer camps for terminally ill children. Welcome, Monica. It's a pleasure to have you here.
1: Yeah, thank you, Amanda. Great to be here. I'm excited to be here.
0: Let's start and tell us about your career journey.
1: Well, my career journey has a little bit of log. It has a lot of hard work, a lot of perseverance. It got me here. I... Moved about 20 years ago from Mexico to New York, and I was determined that I was going to stay in New York, and uh, I had an industrial engineering degree, and as you might know, there's not a lot of engineers in New York City, so that didn't stop me. I kept looking, and I ended up with an interview at this wonderful company, which is called Pinnacle Associates, which, by the way, I'm still there, 20 years after, and they took a chance. They took a chance with me because I had very little finance background. I did have some, but very little. And I started really from the bottom and learning. And it's been such a great journey. It's been a lot of learning. It has been a lot of learning also from not only academically, but from the wonderful people that I've been working with over the years. And uh, now I manage a large book of business for a group. The private client group, and never settle, and always keep learning and and keep evolving.
0: What are some of the lessons learned? I mean, obviously, there's tons of evolution in the last twenty years, but maybe you could highlight some interesting ones.
1: I would think the highlights are: do not give up, no matter how things might be looking a little bit harder. And I always think back to this story. But in the beginning, I was interviewing so much, and it was hard because I'm coming from a different country. And I was saying, okay, well, I am going to just at the end of these periods, call it in a few months. I'm going to go back if nothing happens. And I did took a course at NYU. And during those months, which I had almost decided that I was going back, is when I got this interview with Pinnacle. And that's when I started. And you know, that was 20 years ago. So do not give up. Things might look tough at times, but there's always a way.
0: That's amazing. I mean, 20 years ago, it was a different world, it was so much harder for women. And then to come into the business from you know, maybe not studying finance, or, or just kind of not the standard step one, step two, step three, is a huge feat.
1: Absolutely. And there was, I mean, not only that, you've definitely seen a lot more participation from women over the last 20 years, which is fantastic. I'm a big advocate of that, as, as I know you are, Amanda. But not only that, there was also like all of these sites, Job uh, or Indeed or all of those, they were not that developed. And I just remember going through the New York Times job section every Sunday, little box by little box and sending like tons of resumes. And it was very different than how things look now. But again, when people see the, the value and the opportunities, it's just hard work. It was a lot more hard work, I think, than it would be now because the internet helps you quite a bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, the visibility, right? You see everything; everyone sees you. <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. But you know, on the women, I think in this firm, there is good participation from women. But yeah, I mean, it is just that interview you, and if they give you that opportunity, that's important. Yeah.
0: It's like you intuitively you knew not to give up, but if you and my build- DNA. Yeah, some people are just fighters, right? But if you could go back and give yourself advice, what would that advice be?
1: Well, I would say realize your value and don't let doubt come in because, you know, in finance, there's this belief, right, that the more years that you have experienced, the better you are. But don't let that doubt come in because you realize your value. And it took me some time. To realize that value. So if I gave my own self a piece of advice, would be that because it's there. It's just sometimes we as our own selves are harder than anyone else on ourselves. So that would be my my own advice to myself.
0: We do a lot of mentoring. I do a lot of mentoring for young women. Like today I had a call with a college graduate, and I said, one thing you have to do is not be scared. Don't doubt yourself. The way she talked was always angled at doubt. And I was like, you're smart. You're smarter than most people.
1: And that, I think that's amazing that you're mentoring women and getting them to, to really kind of keep these But that's something that if you think sometimes about men, like do something, say something. But, you know, I think women just because the way we're made, but that's exactly once you realize what's the worst thing that can happen. Well, they're going to tell me no.
0: Yeah, that's it.
1: So I think that's really powerful advice for us as women, absolutely. Yeah.
0: So I feel your passion. So what are you passionate about? What makes you happy?
1: Well, my family makes me happy. I love my family. Even from growing up, family is always very important. But there's a few other things. I mean, travel is my great passion. Travel and going going to different places and learning and eating the food and, and immersing yourself in those cultures. It's just something that Gives me such satisfaction, gives me a lot of learning. It helps me stay grounded to how positive, how thankful I am for what I've done and where I am. So I think that's always something that it's not only going to help with my career, but it also makes me so happy. And I get that urge to go on a trip again, and it's happening. So that's really something that makes me very happy. And a third thing that really makes me happy and gives me a lot of personal satisfaction is mentoring and helping those that are not as fortunate, especially I love to get involved with the Hispanic community and love when I'm doing kind of sessions in Spanish. And I feel Women or anyone in general opening up because they feel that the trust and that those barriers are not there. So that's also a big element of happiness for me. And that in my life, it can take different shapes. I was teaching people to read and write in Mexico many years when I was still in college. Here I help with financial planning for women, either that are a victim of domestic violence or women that are going either themselves or one of their family members through cancer. And I partner with a few different organizations, which are really also wonderful because they are the ones that are helping connect the different groups of people. So that's also really rewarding in terms of what I like to do.
0: It's so interesting because you obviously you sit on the investment committee of a big firm and you have this wonderful knowledge that then you could also apply and help people who really need it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the planning, I mean, sometimes it's really tough because you see you know, what they're going through and, and their personal situation. And you know, I mean, just a sickness, and accident, things like that can really I mean, throw everything you thought you had in place into a different direction. So they really need the help. And when you go through these engagements, they're very thankful and no amount of money or anything could really, compared to, to something like that when you know you're helping someone that really needs it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because it means more to them than anyone else. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I'd love to hear a little bit more about your 20-year journey on, at Pinnacle and the things that you've seen the evolution of the things that you've looked at from an investment perspective. What are some of the things you're looking at now or where do you see opportunity or value?
1: Yeah, we have been very fortunate in terms of market. And we've had, other than a few blips here and there, I mean, over 12 years of really, really good markets. And that's, I mean, obviously it's been great. I mean, we did go through 08, 09, which was also really difficult to go through. And I remember those days like yesterday. I would say in general, because of these really good returns that we've had over time, You know, the markets generally are on the fuller side of valuations, and I think it's very important as investors to do our homework and to understand where we're going, because I think the market as a whole could be just on the fuller side of valuations, but there's still pockets of opportunity. Think places, think areas of the market that came to the party a little bit later, right, to the international market. You know, emerging, emerging, uh, you could definitely, you definitely have to do your homework there. There's pockets of opportunity as well. And even in the U.S., I mean, companies that are more tied to the economy, I mean, there's been this back and forth of the reopening stocks or the stay-at-home stocks. And, and you know, you're starting to see the economy really come back and still have some easy money out there. But, you know, some of these names that are more tied to the economy, more cyclical, can start to do better. So I would think that there's opportunities. There's always opportunities in the market. What's important really is to stay through your investment philosophy. Two is to understand the companies and the areas and to do your homework. And lastly, I think also it's very important, and that's as advisors, we are also risk managers. And one of the greatest added values that we can bring to our clients is putting on that hat of risk managers because it is not about getting the home run. It's about getting the singles and doubles.
0: Did you have a mentor in your career?
1: Yes. Here's a story. I did. And I'm very appreciative of all the practical knowledge and the practical, call it tidbits, that I've gotten from him. And I we still work together. His name's Jim Ferrari. And he started our group. We've been working together obviously these 20 years, but it's super important to have a mentor. And I think it's important for us as we also grow in our careers to pay that back with women or students or someone that's starting their career because you can go to school, you can have all the schooling you want, and you can have designations and all of these, but having a mentor that is going to give you life lessons and it's going to give you some tough love. And you need it, it's just going to shape that other side that you're not going to get from opening a book or taking a test. Yeah, absolutely. I've had a mentor and it it really has made a difference.
0: I could tell. I just knew it. I was like, I feel like she had this fantastic person in your life that changed it. Like it was just a significant pivot. He made all the difference.
1: And, you know, just just like, just sharing just a minute, but his mind is like going like thousand miles an hour and he's super, super bright, of course. And he's super successful, but it's also like taking the time to just say, okay, here's how you do it. especially when you're starting, right? Sometimes we're afraid to ask. And that's another advice that I would give anyone is don't be afraid to ask. It's just a question, but you also need that side of almost being patient and understanding People are in a different stage than you are. So he's he's been great.
0: That's so great. For women, there's all those studies about how women, it's harder for them to find mentors. So they're like, how'd you get one? (laughs) How do you get one?
1: (laughs) And I think, I mean, even if it's like through where you go to school or, you know, different networks, but even if it's not through your place of employment, I was very fortunate that it was through, you know, where I was working. So it was, it was easy. It was right there. There's organizations, there's groups, that's networks, like go to your college, go to your you know, counselor, look for that actively, because there is a lot of value in that as well.
0: In terms of the investment side, so I'm kind of flipping back, but in terms of the investment side, what are some of the things that get you excited right now?
1: Well, there's some good innovation happening everywhere. and And I think Also, there is a lot of more awareness into what we're doing as a company, thinking companies, what they're doing to really make this world a different one, right? And that means, are you under the framework to keep your warming at below two degrees? What are you doing for your employees? How are you treating your employees? What are you doing for your communities? How do you help people? So I think that gets me excited because... I mean, this is not new. This is not something that's just happening overnight. It's, it's been so long. I mean, at Pinnacle, we've been working with socially responsible accounts for, for for 20 years. But it's been an evolution, and now there's no turning back. These companies, even the offenders, the bad players, you cannot ignore what's happening, and that's exciting. You can get a lot of really great companies that are doing so many good things. And the theory, I firmly believe this, is that these are the companies that will also give you a greater return or they give you return over time because they're doing the right doesn't mean giving up return. So I think that's exciting. And obviously, I mean, it's exciting because it's important. It's exciting because they don't have like companies, there's no turning back. We're at that turning point and everyone needs to do like their little fair share and in companies and us as investors and all stakeholders, need to also keep thinking about, well, do I want to have this company that is really not contributing and actually making things worse? Or do I focus on the ones have the right great practices that I want to see happen more and more?
0: One of the firms that we have on our platform, they do Mid-Cap Europe and definitely has an ESG tilt to it. And what I've learned is those companies that can focus on ESG can focus on it because they're better operationally which means they're better companies overall and more responsible. And I was like, that totally makes sense.
1: Yeah, it is like you said, it's like a virtuous cycle because you are better operational because you have more disclosure, you have more controls, you have a defined strategy and a vision, and it goes into a lot of how you're doing business and how you're getting your profits and so on. So yeah, absolutely makes sense.
0: So great. So I want to ask you, what is your superpower and why?
1: Well, I'm going to say I have two. (laughs) One is really that do not give up mentality and attitude and, and really finding the positive in situations that might not even look as positive, but just always trying to keep that positive. I think that's really helped me so much throughout my life and my career. Another superpower that i would call is my ability to have empathy with people and meet them where they are and not trying to have them meet me where i am i like to say i have two superpowers
0: <laughs> i the fact that you can help people at all levels of their finances and also explain it to people who might be more sophisticated and less sophisticated really says that you're you're coming to them and yeah, I,
1: I'm not sure if I mentioned this earlier, but when I was a little girl, I always said I wanted to be a teacher. And even though I'm not necessarily a teacher per se in a classroom, I still feel like a teacher in many of my conversations with my clients. Because you're right. I can talk the terms in, in the financial world, but also I like can explain the same thing in a way that is just kind of more plain English to my clients. And I, I enjoy that as well.
0: That was my dream too, to be a teacher. (laughs) I'm serious. (laughs) I always wanted to be a teacher. And I think that's why I do the mentoring. But then I realized that teachers don't get paid enough and they should get paid more. Um, Oh, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny that we have the same
1: thing. And you are teaching. You're teaching them life, right? Life advice and life, you know, with the mentoring and the coaching.
0: I hope so. I hope we bring a little additiveness to the world. Monica, thank you so much. I really appreciate having you here and telling us your story. Thanks, Amanda. It's it's been great. Thank you for listening to Prime Alpha's Visionaries and Innovators Podcast. As always, you can head over to primealpha.com to sign up to our email list, as well as check out our other podcasts. See you next time.